So we're holding by Shmuel Bey's word, Perichof. I want to go back to Pasuk Yutas for a minute. The learning tonight should be Eschus Elunish Masar Bechil Mechel Ben Asher and Yecheskel Shraga Ben Avram Yehuda, as well as Eschus for Fuhr Shlema for Moshe Ben Miriam, Yosef Menachem and Chava, Yom Tefen Zlatamasha, and Shmuel Doi Ben Rivka Fega. So we saw that Yoyov besieges the city together with his army, the city where Sheva Ben Bechri is seeking refuge. And Yoyov's army proceeds to demolish the walls of the city as if to kill out the entire city, all the inhabitants of the city. So a wise woman approaches the walls of the city and calls down to Yoyev, questioning why are you attacking us? Why are you not giving us an opportunity to make peace and accept peaceful terms? Whatever you demand, you're not even giving us an offer of peace. So in Pasuketes, she says to Yoyev, I represent some faithful, loyal subjects of Klai Yisrael. And you are attempting to annihilate and to completely destroy a metropolitan city in Klai Yisrael. Why should the Nachla, why should the inheritance of Hashem be swallowed up? And we saw last time a few Pshatim and why she refers to it as Aim. Aim Ha'ir and why she, I'm sorry, Aim Yisrael and why, what she refers, what she means by Teval and Achlas Hashem. I just wanted to mention the Briskerov brings down another pshat and she's saying, why are you killing out a city and the Nachl of Hashem is going to be swallowed up? So the Gemara in Sanhedrin and Daf Memchesam and Beis tells us that when someone is a Murd uh, B'Malchus, that property that not only does the person get executed, but the property goes to the king to the to the extent that even by Yoival it doesn't go back to the family. So if a Shevet has a Nachla, has an inheritance part of their ancestral land, and someone from that Shevet is a Marid B'Machas, not only does the king get the land, but it'll never go back to that Shevet. So the woman is saying to Yoyev, if you are going to judge us, meaning the entire city, as a Marid B'Machas, so, okay, it's bad enough you're going to kill us, but you know what's going to happen to our land? Our land is now going to become David's. It's going to go over to Shevet Yehuda. And that means that you are taking a Nachla away from the Shevet that this city is in. And so for that reason, she's saying, Lama why in addition to killing us out, in addition to killing us out, why are you causing that when we die, our uh, land will automatically become David's and it will be removed from our ancestral uh, Shevet. The Alshech says a different shot. The Alshech says that her claim of Lama Teval Hashem is, you're not only harming yourself with this sin of killing us out, but all of the soldiers that are with you, because Hashem knows that we are really righteous, we are really tzaddikim, and if you command your army to go wipe us out, not only are you going to be punished, but your entire army is going to be punished, it's going to cause a lot of loss of life. So that's what she means by Lama Teval Hashem. So Pasuk Chof Yoyev responds, Vayan Yoyev. So Yoyev answers, Vayoymar, and he said, Chalila Chalila Li, Far be it from me, if I will swallow up or destroy any of the people of this city. So according to the way the uh, Briskarov learned uh, that, that as a murd b'machas, their property would be taken away, Yoyev is responding, no, chalila mavala, meaning David is, does not want to inherit your land, and v'mashchis, certainly I don't want to have you killed. In other words, that was never my intent. The uh, Medrish says that Yoyev here says Khalila Khalila multiple times, referring to the fact that, first of all, it's a Khalila for David, that David doesn't want this. Second of all, it's a Khalila for me that I don't want it. And third of all, it's a Khalila for Malchus based David that this should happen within the confines of the kingdom. Rashi explains that basically Yoyev was saying, Khalila that I would not offer a chance for people who want to accept peaceful terms, that I would not offer them a chance for peace without killing them first.
So Yoyov continues in Pasuk Chafalif, Loichein Hadavar, that's not the correct facts, but rather, Ki Ishmehar Ephraim, someone from the mountain of Ephraim, Sheva ben Bichri Shmai, his name is Sheva ben Bichri, Nasa Yadai Bamelech, he raised up his hand against the king, Bedavid against David, to know Oisai Levadai, the Elchami Aliyir, if you hand him over, then I'll, I'll go away, I'll leave the city alone. Vataimari Ishal Yoyav, so the woman responds to Yoyav and she says, Hine Raishai Mushlach Elecha Barachoyma, behold, his head is going to be thrown over. To you, to you over the wall. In other words, we're going to cut off his head and throw it to you over the wall to show you that we, uh, we mean no harm and we are not supporters of his. So Yoyov defends his actions uh, by, according to the Barbanel, by saying to the woman that you are judging me incorrectly. I never meant to attack the entire city, but there's one traitor amongst you and it's only him. That the only a whole reason why I'm trying to get into the city is in order to capture him, but I never plan on harming anyone else. The Malbim learns differently. The Malbim learns that Yoyev was actually contradicting her by saying, It's not correct. You told me that you're all Anoichi Shlume Yamune Yisrael, that you're all faithful subjects. Well, it's not true because you're harboring, you're harboring a traitor. And if you are now going to provide refuge and safety for him, then you're all uh, liable and you're all guilty of. Uh, of rebelling against us. And the Malbim adds that Yoiv is saying that you are upset that I didn't give you a chance to surrender peacefully. If you're a Marid B'malchus, then, and you're offering a refuge to Sheva B'mbechi, then you're not entitled to an offer of peace before I begin the siege. Rashi explains why uh, Yoiv refers to B'melech B'david, why he refers to David is, is separately, Ba-Melech and B'David, that Sheva is rebelling against the king and David. So Rashi explains that he, Sheva ben Bechri, is Chayv Misa, either because he rebelled against the king, even if it wasn't someone as great as David, but any Melech is Chayv Misa, and also, even if David wasn't the king, but David is such a Tamad Chacham, such a prestigious person, that for dis- disobeying David, he's Chayv Misa as well. So Rashi is saying, the Yoiv is saying, either for being the Melech or for being David, each one by itself would be enough of a reason to uh, find Sheva ben Bechri guilty. There's a famous Medrash in Rus that we've come across several times in Shmuel Aleph and Shmuel Beis. And that is the concept that when a Russia is mentioned, it says his name first, followed by the word Shmai. As opposed to a Tzaddik, it's the other way around. So here, it's Sheva ben Bechri Shmai, similar to we find Goliath Shmai and Naval Shmai. The Russia, his name is mentioned first. As opposed to, if you'll recall in the Megillah, it's Ushmai Mordechai. Right? That first it says his name, or Ushmai Shol. First it says the name, and then it says the, the person. First it says the word Ushmai, and then the name of the individual when it refers to a tzaddik. Now this Pasuk really, there's a tremendous amount of Torah on this Pasuk, because this really is the source for when a Goyim come and demand that a Jew be handed over, are you allowed to give over the Jew? depending on whether they specifically name someone or not. And rather than just run through it, I'm going to discuss and address that Taisefta in Trumis at the beginning of the next year in Yitzhashem.